do you feel ready? I'm ready, dude. All right, fuck it. You're ready? I'm ready. I'm ready, dude. I'm ready. Let's go. Yeah, I'd fuck myself, dude. Hello and welcome back to season two of Head to Head. My name is Jake and as always, I got my man Dylan with me. Let's go. And we are, you know, we're came back off the quick hiatus mm-hmm. and we are here um, after, you know, Stone IPA taking the number one seed of the IPA region. It took it. We are here with the with the dark beers. That is the new bracket. Dylan, you want to give us a quick overview? Yeah. So I'm not going to list all the beers because I'll probably list them out of order and then we'll have to like edit or something uh but we've got eight dark beers it would have been nice and easy to call it the stouts region but i had a little brain cramp at the liquor store and purchased one porter so we're gonna call it the dark beer region um we've got some i think that folks will be very familiar with others uh that are a little bit more out of left field and i think also in this region uh compared to the last one, compared to the IPAs, got a little bit more of a fluctuation in price point. Mm. Um, so that really didn't enter the conversation last time. We'll see if it enters this time. Um, but the labels are facing you right now, Jake. Oh, so yeah. if you could spin those around and uh, orient me. So we've got the one seed beer here, uh, a beer I'm very familiar with. Uh, I convinced myself I liked it even before I did. Uh, the Founders Breakfast Stout. Uh, you'll recall an absolute shit beer in the the first region uh in the ipa region it was the what was the centennial oh my god that was just like pine tar that just poop on my tongue that was terrible so um we're giving founders brewery brewing whatever another chance um not only are we giving them another chance we have high hopes because we've seeded them scientifically in the one seed um and then in the lowly eight seed, um, we've got a beer that I've never had before from a brewery that I have had before. It's the Kentucky Winter Golden Stout. Um, I think people are probably generally more familiar with the Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Ale that they produce. Uh, generally, I feel like the labels are peeling off these bottles in the liquor store. Mm. So it means they've been sitting there a while. Well, it means they've been aging, you know? Yeah. Well, hopefully, because <laughs> uh, it's going to require a Herculean effort. For the winter golden stout, a double freaking adjective descriptors on that uh, to take down the breakfast stout, in my humble opinion. All right. Well, I've had neither of these beers before, so I'm ready to crack them if you are. It's a virgin experience. Crack one. Uh, one seed always gets the upper yeah. hand. Yeah, I think I'll give them. Gets the, the fresh the taste buds. F- exactly. Exactly. All right. And I cannot forget my bottle opener this time. That's been a problem. All right. Founders breakfast stout. Crack some severely oversized glasses for the occasion so we're splitting one uh each on this rather than going a full beer because in past episodes i feel like i'm spending half my time trying to like cram a f- two full beers <laughs> down, down uh, yeah instead of actually like thinking about what i ought to say um there you go dude enjoy right. cheers well poured oh yeah so jake i think now is as good a time as any to tell everyone now that you have weeks ahead of drinking dark beers, tell everyone what you, what you think of dark beers. Yeah. So, uh, thank you, Don. That's a, you know, good introduction. So I think a dark beer tastes somewhere between chocolate bar and cigarettes, depending on the beer. Okay. 
I think this one has got a nice little licorice tang to it. You know, it's got a, some sweetness, but it's got more of like a kind of thickness to it, you know? Yeah. Like, I like them like this, if you know what I'm saying. Do you really? Okay. Yeah. I thought, so prove me wrong at every step of your existence, Jake. I think that, uh, I thought you were going to put this in the cigarette category because mm. it's got like this coffee, like little ashtray. Yeah. Actually, I mean, it's breakfast. It's got to right. be a coffee. You could probably read it in the back, but there's no need to actually get into the details. I mean, I was expecting it to taste like somebody pooped in my mouth and then <laughs> it didn't. So I'm, oh. I'm all thumbs up at this one. <laughs> Well, who, this could be a really formative experience for you. What if we get through this whole region and you're like, you know, six, seven, eight out of ten that you wow. you don't feel like they pooped in your mouth? <laughs> you know, Tolan, I I hope that. <laughs> I would call that a W. Yeah. Um, I'm just waiting. I know one of these eight beers are going to taste like a poop in my mouth. Yeah. Well, I, I'm, I think the odds are not small that it's the next one. We All have. right. Let's let's find out, dude. <laughs> oh shit, we didn't uh, deal with this glassware. Hold on, let's oh, yeah. uh, quick, <laughs> quick edit. <on> the <laughs> what, set. Do we, what do we do, dude? <laughs> uh, producer Amy, All right, you have a I vessel? got an idea. I got an idea. Okay, so we're gonna combine the the ice that is in our glasses into one, and then one of us is gonna get a glass, and the other is gonna drink from the bottle. Boom! There you go. So, okay, quick so. apologies. Uh, here we go. Yeah, it wasn't that, oh, it wasn't that bad. All right. Um, well done. Yeah, those those glasses were lingering from our uh, pre-episode, um, you know, thought-provoking beverages. All right. So I'm going to crack this open. The Kentucky Winter Golden Stout. Let's see how she sounds. Ooh. It's flat. That's good. Um, yeah, so I know when I – again, early days of, of craft beer drinking, the breakfast out was only available for like – I want to say it was something like – 10 weeks out of the year or eight weeks out of the year is a really short period of time. And you still have to go like hunt for it and like stock up a little bit if mm-hmm. you like wanted it longer in the season. And now it's apparently it's available from like October to May or something ridiculous. It's like, it's supposed to be a winter beer, but what is this winter in fucking Antarctica or something? Uh, so, uh, I know this is accessible. I'm worried actually if, if, uh, the Kentucky, if the Kentucky yeah. somehow upsets that that beer is going to be hard to get, uh, as spring, uh, is born as but it, as it blooms. We'll so, see. I, we'll I honestly have no hope for this. Cheers. Cheers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so first off, just have a gander at this color. Does yeah, that say light. stout to no, you? No, it doesn't. It's 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 very light. It it has like kind of a. It tastes very similar actually to a forty. You know, this tastes like mm-hmm. an old English. Yeah, it's it, very sweet, very so malty. Sweet. It tastes like a candy cane. You know, it it tastes also like vanilla extract or something mm, or like, yeah. uh, I don't know. They've like accidentally poured some brandy in here. I can't quite tell what it is, but it is. I just fucked up. Sweet. <laughs> you, you, you can tell that like they were just making it and some guy accidentally, you know, a couple drops too many of that vanilla extract. And he's like, well, I hope, I hope nobody's <laughs> going to buy this thing. Hope there's a limited release. Yeah. This is, this is not very good. Aged uh, in bourbon barrels. What's, it well, it's the same as the other one. What's the uh, ABV on this? Cause I know the breakfast stout's an absolute fucking girthy man this it's is i think this is 8.0 alcohol by volume oh so they're just clearly masking it by just dumping yeah like <laughs> resin in Something. there yeah the so same. the kentucky is 8.0 and the founder's breakfast stout it's is, on the back there. it's on the back it is 8.3 yeah so that's so that's they've achieved superior taste without just dumping sugar in there yeah the the, the, the hershey's syrup from the breakfast uh, did not make it into the into the beer um I 
I think that we had an episode last uh, last season where it's sort of a runaway train. Um, and I have I have no qualms now, uh, you know, crowning a winner. Um, but I do want to enjoy the rest of my breakfast out. Mm. Uh, you know, I don't want to have to 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 rush through this. Um, so in the meantime, uh, I'm hoping for right now from you put you on the spot a little bit. Okay. A, a, since the Founders Breakfast out, I think I'd put that in like the top five earliest beers, craft beers I had. What's like a what's an early Jake as a wee lad, you know, presumably of age, presumably mm-hmm, we don't need to name any ages. Uh, a revelry story that uh, you hold particularly near and dear. And I think it's the first beer I can ever remember drinking, even like a part of a beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in I was in fifth grade. Okay. We said we were going <laughs> <laughs> I was in fifth well, that's grade. That's on your folks. So. <laughs> and I was going squidding with my uncle Chuck and some of my other family members. Hell yeah. Okay. Have you ever been squidding before, Dylan? Can't say I have. Okay. I've so, watched some Vietnamese people do it in Maine, though. They are very good. Okay. Okay. So it it is very boring. I can say that. So you uh, <laughs> you wake up at the crack of dawn because the squid are only you know active at like three in the morning. Go out on a boat. And this boat, it was like a... I forget the name, but it was like some chartered vessel where you would pay to come on and then anything that you caught, you would keep. Okay. So it was a mix. It was a mixture of commercial fishermen and amateur fishermen, which my uncle, which my uncle Chuck was a, he was a big, he was a big squitter and he would just love fishing. Wait, was he a professional squitter or an amateur? Not. He was not. He's an amateur guy. Okay. But nobody's getting a bite, man. We're out there for like an hour and nobody's getting a bite except my uncle Chuck. He's just throwing squids back like literally as fast as the sinker can go down he's throwing a squid into the back and everybody's giving us the stink eye chuck he's like he's like fucking drunk it was like <laughs> 3 40 in the morning and he was just squidding up a storm it, like a suitcase of butt heavy or something so and then he had it was miller light oh so he had a miller light and he poured me some of the foam and i had some of that and was i was like that, that was, that was that disgusting like, did he turn to you and was like this you're a man now Jake. <laughs> no you're like my no. balls haven't dropped yet <laughs> i i think he knew i was not a man <laughs> um, why did he do that though why like, did he do it because he was squidding man <laughs> he was squidding that guy could fish he was so if you're ever squidding again he told me the secret i couldn't do it you know i i would i would try and squid and i couldn't catch anything he says the secret is everybody uses a sinker that's too heavy so it falls too quickly because basically the, the squid are all the way down kind of near the bottom. Okay. And you're just dropping down what they think is just food that's sinking, right? And he says everybody uses too heavy of a sinker. So you got to use a little light one. Give it a flick of the wrist as it's coming down so it's got a little, you know, air to it. A little action. Yeah. Exactly. And he says that's the key. And he was literally like – he would be talking to me while doing this. You know, like he would just be looking out Effortless. and then toss a squid into the into the ship. It was insane. So, uh, well, it so- first off, it sounds like he should be a professional. He, he should. He was not the amateur on the vessel That's that true. day, at least. That's true. Yeah. Um, second, there is there's this weird exception made for boat drinking. All of a sudden, like the rules, the social rules of like yeah. when it's acceptable to be drinking, when it's acceptable or not acceptable to be drinking, they're thrown out the window as soon as you're sea bound. I just or whatever. You're you're onward. You're on a vessel. You know what I mean. Sea bound is just did not sound right. Uh, but yeah, it's like, I, I never, you know, I knew like people on boats got drunk or whatever, but my dad, some number of years ago was like, uh, you know, I don't drink, uh, I referenced it earlier. I don't drink Bud Heavy very often, but Bud Heavy is a great breakfast beer. And he said there were only a couple of acceptable occasions to be having breakfast beer 
one of which was on a boat. And at that time, I think he'd been on like two boats his entire life. But he knew, he knew. you know, like primally that it's acceptable uh, not only to have beer, but Bud Heavy is somehow the best beer to have on a vessel. What are, what are the other times that he has Bud Heavy? Uh, well, he didn't explain what was going to happen, happen afterwards, but he said Bud Heavy makes a surprisingly good substitute for milk in cereal. He told me on the same day. Nice. Um, I think your dad's got some secrets I need to yeah, tap they're, into. They're not that. My mom is desperately trying to make sure they stay a secret. But <laughs> I think as uh, you know, as as his head injuries set in, he's going to start blabbing more and more. I can't wait. I see. Not for the head injuries. I can wait. I can't wait for the blabbing. <laughs> <laughs> I can wait for the other stuff. It's going to be a pain I'll, in the neck. I'll drink to that, dude. Um. All right. I mean, we don't. I, I, I thank you for the story. By the way, no problem. Um. I can't say I expected Uncle Chuck and the Squid <laughs> Venture when I asked the question. I was I was expecting more college debauchery, but that was much better. Um, runaway train right now. Uh, breakfast out founders. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's not even close. Uh, I actually think, just to illustrate the point, I'm not sure how much you've had. I've had exactly one sip of the uh, Kentucky. Well, you know, maybe, maybe it's better. I think you should get a, give it another sip. Wait, it, it, so last season you had me. You were like. Quick succession sips improve the taste of. I can't remember what beer it was. Someone can put it in the comments if those exist on whatever platform this is posted on. Um, <laughs> so I I need to just swig repeatedly. Yeah, I'll try it. All right. So how did how to go? Um, no, <laughs> bad, poorly. Okay. Did you even do that? Did you have more than one sip, or did you just like yeah, convince me to drink more of this horrendous beer? You know, Dylan, there, you know, one thing Chuck was very, you know. Don't invoke Chuck on me right now. (laughs) Is that everything should be taken in moderation, Dylan. Okay. So while you're here, you know, yapping down your (laughs) Kentucky winter golden stout, I'm here savoring it, you know, even though it's going to have a short life here on earth. I think it's – I don't know what I'm trying to say. (laughs) I'm going to yap this straight down the sink after this episode. Uh, I'm calling it right now episode one, season two. That's a wrap. Founders breakfast out on to whatever it faces next, which we'll tell you and I can't (laughs) think of. Uh, So stay tuned. Sounds good. Adios. 